when the bourbon still goes in the same It was direction. a ton of fun. Yeah, the horses were It was, a, it was a ton of fun. It, it was, was a, a ton time. of fun. I had a really good time. I'm the only one that got to pet a horse. Yeah, for the record, yeah. I think yeah. I'm the only one who won money. Well, that's uh, true. Right. Yeah. That's true. No, I think you won some money. We won, didn't you, we won like not as much as you. I mean, you won a shitload of money. <laughs> yeah, it's mean, a lot did. of Good money. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised you didn't that's fly like a, back on a private jet. That's a different tax bracket that. money for winning, which is taxed at a much higher rate. I see the car in the driveway. I'm surprised you're still my friends. You want to have to buy a $130 bottle of double rum. Hey, you guys, plenty of bourbon. Trust me. I recall a $120-some dollar bottle, 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 bottle. Everybody, welcome back to Bourbon Boys, a podcast where we're just going to keep talking about our bourbon tour, the Urban Bourbon Tour of Louisville. This is episode twenty-eight, part sank. Fortunately for you guys, sank. the last sank is this the is last. last one. Sank it with this one. Sank. So sank. so far, we've talked about Rabbit Hole. We talked about Old Forester. Day one, day two started with Peerless before breakfast. Well, around breakfast, before lunch, six ounces of bourbon. Solid start to a day. Followed by. A dreary, cold, historical walk through Stitzel Weller. Now we're going to end our distillery tour. We were able to, 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 to push five through in two days. It's a solid, solid effort. That was strong. Yeah. A couple Julie, others were close. Julie, our cruise director, was on it. On it. Uh, this one was uh, Evan Williams' experience. So this is right in the heart of the city. DSP, as we mentioned before, dispil- distilled spirit plant, Kentucky, Number one, number one, the very first government issued license to be a licensed taxed distillery is Evan Williams, which is kind of sad. But Evan was a good looking man. He was a good looking. Did man. you see good some actor. people? Some people even question <laughs> the existence of Evan Williams. This is true. Tie- According to the uh, history, the, uh, the timing of Evan's bourbon arrival Empire. in Kentucky and the credit he's yeah. given for distilling bourbon don't mm. always match up. According mm. to yep. some folks. Yeah. Well. I think dues are Evan Williams. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> he's got the quaffa hair. He's well, the got hat. the definitely the hat. The, the, war, and, uh, the, chal- the challenge with that though. The challenge with that though is Dew is definitely a craft distiller. I think so. Yeah. Okay, but he you know, was a craft distiller when he started. So yeah. let's go back to that's when it started. He was like, production. I can make anything yeah. work. That's what. Yeah. That's how Evan Williams was, and that's, that's how right. Drew is. When you need yeah, like two hours of sleep a night, I guess you can conquer the world. Exactly. Right? That's all I need. So, hey, and uh, right? shout out to, I believe the young lady's name was Diane, who hosted yes. us, who welcomed us there. I was going to say, she, oh, she was cool. Uh, she, she was, was awesome. On it. She was yeah. awesome. She was on it. She, was she gave us the, uh, personality. The, the secret tip to go downstairs and check out the speakeasy. I think she was trying to get us out of the lobby. Probably. I think so, yeah. <laughs> That's it. You know, I didn't think of it that way. It was yeah. probably what it was. We were a large, raucous group. That's right. Um, yeah. So Evan Williams, is it's, it's in the heart of the city. It is definitely, it's, well, it's not a, not a production At all. space. No. Right? So nothing's going on there, which is fine. Um and um, so it, it, it's an original, you know, it's one of the oldest. If that's the best you can do. Yeah, that's fine. Which is fine. Um, but this one was, I would say for this tour, this is an hour-long tour, uh, followed by tasting. Uh, we definitely got a walkthrough of history. It is a, it is an interactive 2.5D, you know, experience. 
for someone who's like aware of Bob was a half. <laughs> <laughs> it's, was, called, it's called was, two and a half D. When you have, when you have video, not. when you do, when you have video and scenic, it's two and a half D. I was waiting for the fiberglass alligator to come out. <laughs> no, exactly. I was, so I did say it on the sand when I watched the video. We did have a good. I was like uh, there. Listen, Bob, I think it was a great tour. Bob the tour guide was great. I mean, Bob super knowledgeable, old. very personable, very yeah. friendly. Oh, yeah, happy to answer any questions. Yeah. He, that's the good news. He had jokes too. He was good. He did a um, few too many, but now I would say we started this on the wrong end. Now for, for us, we've already done, done tours. We've done distillery tours. This, this wasn't my favorite No, Um, mostly because it was, and I know we're not trying to be snobs. This was super entry level. I heard about bourbon. I think I've had it before. I got an hour to kill. Tell me about how it works, which fits with their breakfast. It, I, I'm the same way. It's like, I'm just like, why did they land here? Yeah. And I guess if when I tried to put it in the scale of again, you're looking across Whiskey Row and all that, and all yeah. the bourbons and all that, it's like Evan Williams is the most mass produced. I would guess. I don't know about volumes or whatever, I but I mean Jim that's Beam's the that's one, the yeah. middle. But I'm talking it's about like yeah, up yeah. there in yeah. this in this arena. What you're weighing out is this sure. the, this middle shelf. It's yeah. volume, middle to it's middle consistent, to low, consistent, and yeah. it's really not that. Great. I've never liked it. So the whole idea here is like, what's what's our? You can't claim high quality. You claim history. You claim history. Yeah. Yep. And that's really about yep. it. Yeah. So um, that, to um, me, it's like I, I could. That's I in their brief. Why that's how they ended there. Yeah. They put yeah. a stake in the ground. Yep. yep. They said we're number one. So suck it. Yep. <laughs> so suck it. <laughs> so suck it. But Bob was great. Diane was great. Super yeah. friendly, friendly group. Uh, in the city. They spent a lot of money on the display. They did. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's what I will say. So I was there. Yeah, you went twice. I was there a long time ago, and Evan Williams, I think, was literally was one of the only ones <laughs> on Main <laughs> he Street. Met Evan. No, I didn't meet Evan, but oh, yeah, I. Yeah. But no, the distillery was there, or the tour was there, and um, nobody else was there. So mm-hmm. I have to give Evan Williams a little credit in that they were the first to kind of put themselves on Main Street. DSP hmm. one. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. 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 No, I think it's um, and, you know, and they're they're doing great. They're still yeah, they're still going along. I agree though. If you're in if the urban bourbon, if you're in that area, like I said, it's a good. Did they, you just say urban bourbon? Urban bourbon yeah, trail. Okay. The urban bourbon trail. Mm. Did you, did you, you not there? listen to the last? I don't listen to anything. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm literally right here. I'm I'm in this moment the only person not picking on you. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole thing is like when you're when you're off. there again if you if you kind of dig into it uh, <laughs> Bourbon Empire is a great book if anybody wants to read that it talks about the history of America essentially from the through the lens of how bourbon plays in but it talks a lot about how great Christmas uh, gift very good Christmas gift yes yeah that yes um, at that point in history that was a bourbon epicenter along yes. the Ohio River mm-hmm. and that's really what Evan Williams kind of plays into the whole notion is like people stopped there because there was falls in the river so if you were traveling down river either you lost your boat or you parked and yep. they parked and they started building out and bourbon developed around yep. that so again to your point Derek start there not a you're not going to learn a ton about bourbon production right. or mm. you know tasting are you going to dispute that? It was like the American dispute, but it was a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I felt like I was, I was in like a, 
the Milwaukee Public Museum because it yeah. was like diorama world. Like yeah. you could have walked yeah. up to a display and pushed a button and there would have yeah. been a scent of bourbon pushing your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going somewhere because there's a snake actually in the Milwaukee Public Museum where if you know where the button is, the snake will rattle. Okay. Interesting. For so. all, for, for Tracy. For Tracy. Tracy, when you go our, to the museum. Our yeah. one, our one <laughs> listener. <laughs> Sean's sister. Um, yeah. Sean's sister. And I mean, so it, it, I think the tour was pretty simple, pretty, yeah. you know, elementary. Yeah. Good place to start. Tough place for us to end. We had some folks that were new traveling with us. That would have been a better place to start. Yeah. Than ending. Because yeah. it was just. Or just skip it. Or skip it. Yeah. And I, mean, I, I think. I think, I think, I think, I think yeah. if you're knowledgeable, I would skip it. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I think that. Um, yeah. I, I will give them some credit. Like. Where, if you guys remember, where they had like all the visuals that lit up as the video was playing, I that thought was, that was yeah, actually yeah. super helpful. So yeah. for somebody who's not been informed about bourbon making, then I thought that was yeah. actually pretty good. Yeah. But the people super friendly, yeah. very super uh, yeah. hospitable. Now, super um, great. If you've ever tasted Buffalo Trace, skip this one. Right. Or, say more about that. Or bourbon in general. I'm not sure. Or I see the connection. No, I guess <laughs> I feel like this is a, a it's a it's a lower shelf. Yeah, it's bourbon and not coke. Not a lot of it's, yeah. it's bourbon and no. coke. It's yeah. a bourbon and coke. Yeah. Yep. They but might be offended by that. But really yeah. nice people. Uh, I walked out of that gift shop with nothing. I didn't need any Evan yeah. Williams, and if now, I needed, I will, ABC I, has it. I all did buy on. a hat. So well, in in giving them credit, yeah. right? <clears throat> yeah, you did buy a hat, and actually it looks pretty good on your head. Well, um, another compliment from Dave tonight. But well, if we <laughs> if we four, but if we went back Sink. and had the opportunity to go to the speakeasy and do tastings. Maybe the experience Perhaps. would have been different. Mm. Perhaps. Because hey, that fair. room actually was really that was our, cool. That was our That intent. was. But, but yeah. it, to me, that, at you. this point, it's about the product. And I'm yep. not, I'm just, I'm, it's not that it's a bad product. I'm just not a fan. Yeah. So, so let's, I, hear, let's hear a little bit from what Bob, we get some, some, some snippets from Bob's tour. Okay, cool. We'll come back to the tasting room. Excellent. And break. Uh, my name's Bob. I'm your bourbon host. Hi, Bob. Now, uh, here's the thing, Bob. How you doing? Uh, I'm not a tour guide. You guys know, of course, the difference between a bird host and a tour guide, right? No, no. And means I drink with you. We're all in the right place. Yeah, and I want you to imagine how that job interview went. <laughs> I didn't ask if we got paid. <laughs> Can I start now? Anyway, it's been great. I want to thank you for coming, man. You're going to learn a little history here. We do that. It's fun. Uh, we're going to teach you how to make bourbon. If you don't already know how to do that, you will certainly know how. Now, that might be illegal where you live, but that's not my problem. That's your problem. Also, we up front, i got to tell you about my company real quick. We're Evan Williams. You might have seen the Evan Williams Black Label. It's the second largest selling bourbon in the world. We're real proud of that. Uh, and But it's part of uh, Heaven Hill. That's our parent company. And Heaven Hill, of course, is Kentucky-owned and Kentucky-operated. And it's also family. It's family-owned and family-operated. We're real proud of that, yeah, too. Yeah, we take it down to 139 proof here. That's what we do. It gives us the heart of the run and the flavor we want. But we've got to add water to it we put it in the barrel. Because next rule is it's got to go in the barrel at 125 proof or less. We put it in at 125 proof. Next rule for bourbon, can't be too weak when you bottle it. It's got to be at least 80 proof going in the bottle. You can't call it bourbon. Now, there's two more real important rules. Bourbon's got to be made in the United States. It is the distinctive spirit of the USA. Now, you do not have to, and you never did, have to make it in Kentucky. 
What you do have to make in Kentucky if you want people actually is really important. Bourbon's got to be stored in one of these charred white oak barrels. That's where it gets 100% of its color, 60 to 70% of its flavor, character, and aroma. These barrels have only used once. We use a 45 second flame, number three char for Evan Williams. Uh, if you do that, you put the liquor in with a little water. And then it's all about the weather. We have hot summers in Kentucky, we have cold winters. And the rest of the year, the weather just kind of fluctuates quite a bit. And that's all good for aging bourbon. Makes the barrel expand and contract. And it's constantly squeezing the liquid through the char to that red layer underneath the char. And I sort of mentioned water. You do need to put a little water in the barrel. We don't do that to make it weaker. Water's going to get you some of those sweet flavors you want, the caramels and the honeys. Alcohol is going to bring out more of a spicy, nutty, oak, and smoky flavor. Each one does its own thing. We got a lot of barrels. Evan Williams and Heaven Hill now has 1.9 million barrels of bourbon aging. 60 warehouses full and building more every day. Each warehouse has got seven floors, and each floor has got three levels, open rig, like this. So that's 21 levels of barrels from top. A lot happens in the barrel. You have angel share. Anybody heard of that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. You lose some. First year, you're going to lose at least 3 to 6%, and there's nothing you can do about it. It will soak in the wood a little bit and evaporate a little bit. Each year after that, you're going to lose at least another 2 to 3% of the bourbon as it evaporates. Isn't that horrible? You know what's worse? We pass that right on to you. <laughs> it's true, and I'm sorry. There are seven taxes that I know about on bourbon in Kentucky. So far, I've, I figure there's about 17 kinds of taxes that might be on your bourbon in the U.S., depending on where you live and where you bought it. The one we complain about all the time is the Kentucky tax. There's a 13 cents per proof per annum per gallon tax on bourbon as it sits in a Kentucky warehouse aging and evaporating away. Now, for my company, all that bourbon we got, that's about $1.6 million a year. That, just on that one tax alone. One of the reasons older bourbon costs more. Not only has it been sitting there aging, evaporating away, but it's been taxed the whole time. The next one, that was a large batch. The next one is the opposite of a large batch. This one, single barrel. And we have single barrel. Now, this is one barrel. That's on the back here. Got a little handwritten birth certificate. It tells you how old it is. It went in the barrel in April of 13. And it was bottled in uh, July of 21. So it's over, a little over eight years. And it is barrel 887 right there on the back. So if you're drinking it, you like it, you turn the bottle around, oh look, barrel 887, that's good, man. Let's go back to the liquor store real quick and see if we can get another bottle that came out of barrel 887. Well, good luck. There's only 190, about 200 bottles, that's it. Uh, there's this 86.6 proof, it's about eight years old, that's all there is. Chances are you're gonna get a different barrel number, and if you do, it could taste different. That's the way single barrels work. We're not shooting for consistency on the single barrels for good. The object here is to try to get you some of the very best barrels. And we do that by getting it from the sweet spot right in the middle of the barrel. Center cover. Fifth floor, not by the windows, the right in the back area in there. They look for them about four years in, they start tasting them and marking them once they like it. By eight years or so, when they're ready, not time, but when they're ready, they end up in the bottle for you. So go ahead and try the single barrels. Nose and see if you can tell the difference. This is 86.6, so it's just a little bit stronger. Now, all these bottles came from the very top of one warehouse. We've been talking about the bottle in the middle rows. Top row, it ages differently up there. It, 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 very, it evaporates away quickly. 12 years is a long time on the top. 
It gets a little thicker and syrupy. Picks up sweet and intense flavors. And uh, I asked them, did you put that up there for 12 years on purpose? And of course they said they did. I don't think so. I think it was hot up there. Nobody wanted to go up and check. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, they tasted it and go, oh, get this down now. This is amazing. So this went up there at 125 proof. It came. It got up to about 130 or so. They brought it down, and it was it was evaporating away pretty good, but it's sweet and buttery. What percentage of that barrel do you think the angels shared? Did they get a full half barrel out of it? Uh, I imagine they got about 35 percent. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Up high. Yeah. That's about all they got. Yeah. The rest is angel share. Yeah. 12. It, this was 12. Also, older. If you say 12, that is the youngest drop is 12. There are 12, 13, 14, even some 15 year barrels. So. Now here's the thing, the front of your tongue is where you taste sweet. When the front of your tongue is wet, that's where sweet comes in. So if you hold it on the front of your tongue, you'll get that butterscotch candy up front, right? But then after you swallow, there's a lot more coming. This is really a long finish. It goes to the middle of your tongue, starts to tickle. Besides the heat receptors are you're getting hot cinnamon or something. I don't know what else going it might be the whole recipe for just that chili. I don't know. <laughs> Spices keep coming. You suck on your tongue, you get more flavor. You got a burger lozenge in your mouth, your tongue. That's a long finish. And it's just really good. I think what we've learned is we always need to start with the highest proof in our tastings, right? <laughs> and we also need to start with the highest volume in our tours. Start with the highest proof or finish with the highest proof? I thought that starting was burning your mouth out. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, taste yeah, I, I, I thought we finished with I, that. But I, I thought the last time we did a tasting, we ended with the highest proof. I don't know. It wasn't there. You were at this table. I thought we, oh. I thought we hit the higher proof early on. We came out, we like we we came out too hot. So maybe it was the yeah. other way. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it was the other yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Just like old Forrester. I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, you know, capture the learning, the postmortem. Yeah. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. I listen all the time. All right. So now we're in the now we're in the tasting room. It was very vintage, like '70s lounge. Very much. Uh, very kitschy. Yeah. Um, it was fine, the, uh, but I I. I don't know. Could we pour four of them? How did we get to the seventies? The look, the vintage, no, but the look of the seventies. Oh, oh, why? Oh, why but Evan how did we get to oh, the seventies? I don't know. I don't know. There was no. Like. We no. went from no. Whiskey Row to yeah. Mad Men. Yeah, that, that's what it felt like, though. Yeah, it was very. 60s, oh, it was 70s totally just totally sixty seventies. Well, yeah, yeah. set up interesting. A lot. Most of the. I'm trying to think if it was most. I think it was most. It's a fair statement. Most of them were like a kitchen table set up or at least intimate. intimate. Yeah. yeah, the group was together. This was very much a a long belly bar. up to the bar. Kidney and, shape. And then, like yeah. you weren't looking across from anyone. In no, fact, no. you were back to back to people. Yeah. Tables behind, which yeah. again is not bad from a overflow perspective, but yeah. yeah, there was no intended interaction between the guests. No. This Correct. was about no. listen to Bob. Yeah. Make some bourbon and cooks. And we tried I I mean I think I lost track at that point four, uh, three or four I think it was we four. had and I don't four. even know what we tasted I don't either we had the only, four. Thing, I, the only thing I remember is the last one was the twelve year and that was surprisingly good the first three I thought it was, tasted exactly yeah, the same I agree but just from a I agree yeah would you be surprised to learn that we tasted five I would be surprised <laughs> is that in case that 
because we got a we got a nugget thing there too, like a chocolate nugget thing. Right? Oh no, it's four. So. I was too yeah. busy talking to my buddy, which I ate. My buddy Joe from North, Car- from North Carolina, driving whistle out of Gary yeah, area. Yeah, we we had a good we had a good chat. So was this the field guide that he was re- referencing, or is it different? No, he, Joe was the one that turned us on to the field guide. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was yeah. the same one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he had like passport stamps and dates and initials yeah. in his. So they were going through page by page. That's but cool. That was the best thing yeah. that came out of that tour. Honestly, hmm. Joe's very nice. Yeah. So I, I think experience wise, low on the end. Uh, hospitality super high. Friendly oh, folks. Yeah. Taste not. A, I'm not a fan. I didn't. I didn't enjoy any of them. I said the twelve year. I would agree. I think Jay popped for a bottle. Um, he did. He did he? Okay. So, we still love Jay. But yeah. No, I, I, again, but, but if I was going to buy anything Jay. there, that w- I would have done the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Cool. Now, all on the way, we had some good food, too. Oh, yeah. yeah I was going to ask if we were talking so, about So, yeah. So, following uh, Old Forester, we stopped at Doc's. Docs right next door. Docs uh, Southern uh, Bourbon Menu. Ah, for I forgot days. about that. Highly, highly recommend. Hey, totally forgot about highly that. Highly recommend Docs. Yeah, well, yeah. You had that about was eight really ounces good. of bourbon at that point. Yep. 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 So yep. that was a winner. So that was dinner. Yep. Thursday night, Thursday night. chicken dinner. Then we went so, to Muscle and Burger. Muscle and Burger for lunch after Peerless. That was amazing. Forest, it's a Weller. That Great service. Oh yeah. The, the uh, mac and cheese thing that Sarah got ooh, looked incredible. It looked incredible. Yeah. yeah the very fish, good. The yep. Fish seafood sliders. Great yep. burgers. Yep. So by the way, little known fact, Mike. Shout out to Mike of oh, Lux yep. uh, Car Service. Mike uh, said that if Louisville has some of the freshest seafood mm. in the country, did not know that because the UPS hub. So that stop. connects coasts to anything <laughs> stops there. Yeah. Well, so we know that. Wonder we why. know that because yes. of all those planes coming in right over the house right that we were staying in. Yes. Yes. So, so yeah. speaking of the house, hmm. yeah. we talked about Old Forester earlier. Yes. There's a connection between our house that we stayed in there is. and Old Forester. Yeah. There is. Two brothers, both with the last name of Brown. Yep. One had eight kids and was all about the volume. Do you remember the name? John, was it John and George? Well, I, uh, George Calvin okay. was one. Oh, oh, and the other oh, one was oh. was JTS Brown. Yeah. Oh. Um, the one that ended just up having the... Just Too Short Brown. Yeah, Just Too Short Brown. Um, the just, one that had the eight kids... Me. Just Too Short Brown. Good yeah. Lord, guys. I'm trying to have a podcast. Shut here. up, Dave. Yeah, just keep, keep going. going. The first Mr. Brown had eight kids, was all about volume, didn't care quite as much about consistency, mm. right? And so... With his kids? He went and good Lord, this is what happens when we get to the last I'm, one. I'm I know. Keep going. Keep finishing. going, Dave. So, anyways, the only the only thing left over from that brown is the eleven thousand square foot house that we stayed in, which was really pretty cool. It was pretty awesome. Totally um, awesome. And occasionally, you can find on the very bottom of the shelf. Matter of fact, it may be negative one shelf. JTS Brown. Bourbon. Oh, did not know that. Hmm. The right. other brother ended up. Developing Old Forester. Brown yep. Foreman? Yep. Yep. That's cool. Brown and Brown Foreman. That's cool. And because his decision was he wanted to go after consistency and quality. Yep. yep. I do remember so. that. So if you're on VRBO, check out Big Shot Bourbon Mansion on West Ormsby, 414 West Ormsby yep. Ave in Louisville, Kentucky. Yep. Great house. Parking out back. Uh, fun place. Great Parking place to, to just hang out. Planes flow live. Yeah, we're Plains not too fly fly low. Low. We're not too far Plains from the airport. Flow from, uh, lie. UPS as planes do fly. You're a fart smeller, oh, you know then, that, Dave. Uh, <laughs> so back to restaurants after Proof. Um, Evan Williams. 
we went to you went to Flamingo yeah and got like five dollar uh, old, old fashions fashions it's yeah. in the back of the uh, like ATG sandwich emporium yep. so after hours they switch it out and you have to go in it looks like there's nobody working in the sandwich shop there's a neon sign at the back that says you know open and an arrow pointing down love it so do not hesitate hit the flamingo that's awesome love it, yeah. love it. that's awesome <laughs> And they went to Proof, which was in 21C, which is an art museum slash hotel. hotel. Yep. Super swanky and yep. and unusual. Yeah, cool sure. Vibe. It was very cool. Real what cool were the vibe. drinks we got there? Somebody asked me. I could not remember the name oh. of those bourbon drinks. Oh. It was like a oh. long name, like un-something. It started okay, with it an S. It started with an S. Oh. It um, was like a paper plane, but not. Yeah, yes. but not. Yeah. It had Drambuie in it. It had Drambuie. That's right. A little bit of licorice. Yep. Obviously, by by that point of the day, we had a lot of ounces of bourbon. We'll put it in the show notes. (laughs) We were not driving. No. No, 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 no. We had a car service, which is highly recommended. Call Mike. Mike can drop his number in the show notes. Mike was the the guy, for sure. Um, Yeah, he was good. Very knowledgeable about the city. We felt safe. Um, Super hospitable. Yep. And then uh, Saturday, went to the tracks. We bet the ponies and... David pet a pony. I did. He did. Thank goodness. He pet a pony. That sounds all wrong right there. Kurt won a lot of money. Yes. He didn't win a lot, Kurt, of, lot Kurt, of money. Kurt won for the If anyone is listening on the IRS side, Kurt won a, a fuck ton of money. money. Yeah, so right. much He's money. He's trying to hide some money. He yeah, should yeah, probably be I mean, I want to drop a dime on the guy, but yeah, right. yeah. Exactly. won a lot yeah, of that's money. Right. That's it. And we drank bourbon all day. For we a did. third day in a row, spires we did spires um, old fashions, old fashions. I mean, juleps. We did yep. straight pours. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was a good day. It was a great day. day. That was a fun, fun day. I do wish we brought cigars because it yeah. turns out you could smoke at the track. Huh? There was a guy selling so, cigars. I was like totally had a ziploc full of cigars yeah. in my briefcase. I had for some reason I took a them couple out. back of the house, hmm. but I was like, nah, they're not going to let us <clears> smoke there. No. So, uh, Churchill Downs, great day. It was mid-30s, high 30s, Chilly, yeah. and uh, raw. <clears throat> but uh, the horses ran, and um, you know we were inside and outside. Good place to be. It is the cathedral. Yep. Um, different view than what you see on TV, for sure. Although Annie's view of uh, Churchill versus Keeneland was quite interesting. She's <laughs> yeah. like, uh, you ready for the state fair? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, as a matter of fact, we do love some funnel that cakes. Is, so let's go, so, Annie. Yeah. No, <laughs> funnel cakes. So no spectators was the name no of the drink that we had. No spectators. That's right. right. So that's interesting that trust. she said that because yeah. looking back on it, one was definitely country club and one was definitely country fair. Country fair. Yeah. All right, so we're ready to uh, close this thing out? Yeah. Last call. Yeah. All right, let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah. Okay. Favorite distillery. Mm. Favorite tour guide. <clears throat> favorite bourbon. Kurt, go. Uh, favorite distillery. I'm going to say um, on what on what terms? Yours. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Pureless. I'm gonna say Corky, and I'm gonna say the Double Oak Pureless. Cry. Corky wasn't a tour okay, guy. Okay, Alex. But, okay. Yeah. Tune. All right. How can we not be redundant here? <laughs> yeah, I know that's the challenge. It's so, sorry. Glad it's I went tricky. first. So, f- yeah. favorite distillery. 
I'll go just to change it up. I mean, peerless. Yep. From where we are on the journey, this is great. I'm going to go with Old Forester though. Again, I liked mm-hmm. the kind of the end-to-end view of things. Yep. I like the production levels of kind of making sure it was clear, um, but also really close to the simulating, if not being actual production. Right. So I'm going to go with that. Um, from the tour guide. I'm going to stay with Old Force. I thought Barb did a phenomenal yeah. job again. I don't think we threw anything at her. Not that we were trying to confuse her, but... You she know, knew her stuff. She knew her stuff. Yeah. And she was like super like, what else you got? Any other questions? Let me help yep. you figure this out. Um, so I'll stay with Barb from Old Forester. Okay. Uh, favorite bourbon? I'm going to go with the uh, Peerless Small Batch. Mm-hmm. Um, the last single barrel we did, the kind of the bonus tasting... Um, was really good. I'm gonna stick with the small batch though because I still, I still pick that over either of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Dude, I'm gonna go favorite distillery Rabbit Hole. Hmm? Really like the vibe on that one. Yep. Uh, Wasn't there. That's okay. <laughs> we gotta have something, some, someplace where you haven't been. You yeah. can't be everywhere we have. Okay. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm feeling it. All right. So uh, Rabbit Hole. So I got Rabbit Hole. I got Barb from Old Forester. There you go. I think she was mm. great. I think. Um, Miss Kentucky was adorable, uh, maybe under different conditions where she was warmer, may have been a little bit uh, different. But my favorite was uh, Peerless Single Barrel Toffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Okay. Yep. Grant? Um, so favorite distillery. Um, I've got to, again, this is like a theme and I hate yeah. it, but uh, Peerless. Mm. Um, just love the authenticity of it. Uh, love the hospitality. Again, you walk in and it's like you just want to plop down in the leather chairs, hang out with Jerry and rise, mm-hmm, sure. rise like crawling around stuff. Yep. And yep. Then obviously, you know, Corky and the atmosphere that he's established there is fantastic. Yep. Um, best tour guide. I think Mason was just blew me away that that guy. Yeah. You know, again, his his Who's third Mason? solo tour. Who's Mason? He's the rabbit hole. Uh, rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. We weren't there. Um, yeah, but just super, super knowledgeable and just, just really, yeah. really nice yep. and understood his stuff. Um, I, I mean, I, 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 I'm with you, Derek, on the toffee, the peerless toffee yeah, single barrel. Um, really, really good stuff. So, yeah. love it. That's it. Love cool. it. So, so dense. We did it. We got Kurt on a bourbon tour. Yeah, the urban bourbon tour. Amen. Urban bourbon tour. It's, we've been saying that That's for fine. five I'm episodes. With you. I'm with you. Go. But we're going to do it tour. And we're going to do it again. We are. We Soon. are. Soon. Yep. Soon. Next Soon. one we're going to plan is the Bardstown, middle of the state. We're going we, to hit that. We're going to crush out some uh, craft distilleries, hopefully get back yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, back sure. up to Louisville. For we sure. are going back to Louisville. we got a lot to cover. Yeah. So, yep. So, all right, guys. Yeah, all right, guys. Thanks for a great weekend. Bourbon on. Good time all around. Bourbon on.